Grab yourself a Bailey's and hot chocolate and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Journal Entry, May 17th, 3 p.m. by my reckoning. How long have I been here? It's amazing how the hours blur into infinite smears of time when you're alone and isolated and abandoned in such a place as this. A desert island in the middle of a frothy sea. How long has it been? since I last touched the face of civilization. How much time here in this purgatory has leaked away from my mortal life, drained into the sand and surf, like tears in a water balloon fight. According to my watch, I've been here for three and a half hours. Holy God in heaven, I'm bored. If it wasn't for the entertainment center, I'd completely lose my mind. And by the way, Jono, when I say entertainment center, I mean that rock over there. Unfortunately, the entertainment service out here is a little bit less than standard. I only get two channels on this rock, and both of them show nothing but law and order reruns. In fact, I believe there's one on right now. Here, let me use this coconut to turn on my entertainment center. Beep! Oh, oh, young detective friend side partner, I've... Found the body someplace I didn't expect. That that was a surprise. Beep. Oh, Briscoe, how you crack so wise. And with that goes the last tenuous shreds of my sanity. I fear, Journal, that if I do not find some means of escape from this island prison, it shall mean the permanent departure of my mind into the vortex of madness yours obsequiously right rear brigadier right rear rear admiral justice crampon architectural bink armature p.s. journal I saw Craig Peterson in the hallway. All the girls and I in homeroom just think he's absolutely dreamy. But he won't even look at me, let alone invite me to the sock hop. What will I do? There. Finished. Now, all I need to do is take it out, roll it up like this, and put it into this bottle. And cork it. And into the ocean it goes to facilitate my reins of rescue. All I have to do is sit here and wait for rescue. I wonder if Law and Order is on. Beep! Oh, look! Here's the episode where MacGyver guest stars. Oh, Briscoe, how you crack so wise when MacGyver takes two batteries, a, a butter knife, and a stick of juicy fruit and wedges open an entire bank vault door. Ouch! Who threw that pile of broken glass in the shape of a bottle at me? Why, there's a piece of paper among this broken glass. Good heavens, could it at last be a reply? What does it say? Server not found, message returned. Damn. Well, that's just lovely. Marooned in the middle of the ocean in my own home. 
Why did I even put this in here? What in God's name possessed me to put the ocean and a desert island in my own home? Exactly one year earlier. Oh, honey, I'm home. Hello, dear. Mwah. And how's my little roll of industrial-grade aluminum strapping tape today? Well, I just got back from the doctor, and he told me that a week from now I'll no longer be contagious, so you can stop wearing that hazmat suit. Well, this calls for a celebration. What shall I do? I know. I would put an entire ocean in a very small desert island in the middle of it somewhere upstairs. Are you certain that's a decision you won't regret later? Oh, nonsense. Yes, well, that wasn't the first time I'd have to eat my own words. And it wouldn't be the last. I remember that time I was stranded on the slopes of Mount Everest during monsoon season. Three weeks in a tent with nothing to eat but my own words. God, they were tasty. Well, in any event, I can't just stand around here waiting for nothing. I'm going to find a way off this island if it's the last thing I do. Six months later. Heinrich! Heinrich, uh, over here, what, quickly! What, what is it, Klunz? What have you... <gasps> God of oh, Himmel. It's the remains of a man. I don't know how he could have gotten out here. That poor, poor soul. Oh, look, there's a piece of paper oh. in his hand. What does it say? Oh, let, let me see. It says, I will not give up. I will make it off this island. I will survive. If it is the last thing I ever do. Oh, may his soul rest in peace. Yeah, indeed. Hello there. Excuse me, is that your submarine parked over there on the beach? I was wondering oh. if I could hitch a ride off this place. Uh, pardon me, sir, but did you know this man down here? Oh, good lord. No, I've, I've never seen that man before in my life. Oh, a dead body, of all things. Huh. I think after six months, I would have seen everything on this little rock. What do you have to pay for your passage, sir? Just this. A stone? That's right. How many channels of law and order does it get? Two big ones, and after 10 p.m., the steamy stuff they won't show on primetime. Welcome aboard, then. Well, now. This is very nice indeed. Just the way I like a submarine. Long, hard, full of semen. Yes, there's an original joke. Yeah, we haven't heard that one a million times. Sorry. What were you doing back there on that island, anyway? Well, if you must know, I'm looking for my son's bedroom. My wife wants me to go up there and give him a stern talking to about whether or not he's actually my son and what he's doing in our house. Oh, do you have been looking for this on a desert island? Do you have a better place to look for a Mr. Smarty Boots? I would have checked the recreation room first. Oh, of course, the recreation room. How stupid of me. Tell me, does this submarine go anywhere near the recreation room? I'm sorry, sir, but the closest this comes to the recreation room is the creation room next door. Yeah, we will be underneath that in less than an hour. We can drop you off there when we surface, but after that you will have to walk. How far? Well, it is one day's journey by foot, so it only takes half that time if you use both feet. Sounds good to me. In the Meantime, while we wait, why don't you join us on the bridge for some coffee? Well, that sounds Jim dandy. No, but before long it will be. <laughs> Pardon? I'm terribly sorry. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So, this is the bridge full of all the pingy, boingy things and all the little consoles and displays. I like it. You should consider yourself to be very lucky there, sir. Most people don't ever get to see an actual bridge in operation of a running submarine. Ah, uh, too distracting for your crew? Yes, well, working on the bridge is so stressful, you know. It does take its toll. Because, you know, they're on the bridge and, and it's a... Yes, yes, I know, and I wouldn't touch that joke with a cattle prod. <sighs> yes, well, no one ever does. Captain, there's a communication coming in on the screen. What? Uh, put it on the screen. It is on the screen. Uh, well, then take it down. All right. All right, now put it back up. 
Okay. Comes the captain here. Don't tell me what to do. Sorry. Say, who's that strapping young lad on the screen there? Well, that is the high commander, of course. Turns the sound up so we can hear the communique. Uh, hi, everybody. It's it's me again. Yeah. Hi, uh, commander. Uh, how you doing? Uh, anyway, I just wanted to know. Um, have you seen this man? What? But that's you. This what? is my father, and uh, I've been told he's looking for me. So I, I want uh, everybody out there to consider him armed and dangerous. Oh. Oh. And when you find him, uh, you know, just, uh, I don't know, capture him or something and take him to me. Uh, all right, well, thanks. Bye. Let's turn that screen off. So, you have tricked us, using us to get close to the high commander. Armed and dangerous indeed. I'm going to have to give that boy a stern talking to when I find him. You won't be talking to anyone, daddy. Daddy? Does that mean you're my son at last? Flesh and blood of mine. Son, stand by my side as we beat back those two people making angry crowd noises. Oh, Captain, how could you do it? How could you lie to us? Your faithful crew, your faithful men, how could you dupe us about your heritage, about your lineage? Oh, Captain, what are we to do with our lives? Oh, whoa! What a world! What a world! Oh, my heart breaks! How could you? My very soul is destroyed! I weep. Oh, Cedric. Cedric, that was wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Marvelous. Oh, Those lessons I, are finally paying oh, off. I was so moved. Oh, thank you so much, Captain. I, I, I really did want to do a good mm. performance. <laughs> and you certainly did this, Cedric. Do you see, crew? Do you see what happens when you put your mind to it? Do you see what you can accomplish? Just just last week, he could not even get through a simple performance of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, and now I am moved. Moved, I tell you. Do you see what, it's, what our leader has brought us? And you, Mr. So-called Evil Enemy of State, with... Where did he go? Oh, Pooh, he ran out the door while we were watching a marvelous performance, Cedric. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Captain. I did not... That's yeah, not your fault. It's not your fault, Cedric. All right, everyone, uh, um, after him. Fortunately for me, the fools, while being enraptured by that admittedly moving performance, hadn't noticed I had slipped into this torpedo costume and crammed myself into the launch tube. Unfortunately for him, he didn't realize that we did notice. Oh, crap doodles. Fire fun! Yabal, Captain! <laughs> there he goes, off into the deep ocean um, depths of... Captain? Um, um, Captain? What just happened? Uh, sorry to inform you about this. This uh, is most embarrassing, but uh, I just realized we, we don't actually have a torpedo launching sound effect. Not one? Not, not even something close? No, sorry. Just nothing. Yeah, we got, look, at has got depth charge. Okay. we got sonar. Yes. Some engine room noises, but not, nothing yeah, like a torpedo. A missile shell passing overhead. No, uh, no none of these were any good. Uh, sorry. Oh, just lovely. Can we get on with this just a little bit? It's very cramped in this torpedo tube. Look, I'm very sorry, right? We don't have a proper sound effect. Well, look, um... Huh? We're going to launch you, but we're going to have to fake the torpedo sound, all right? So you'll have to play along. Sure, anything. I just want to get out of this tube. All right, good. All right, uh, Cedric, Cedric. Cedric. I'm going to make the... uh, I'm going to do the line again, and you have to make the torpedo noise, all right? All right, but I've never made one before. That's all right. I trust you. All right. Ah, Take Ah. that, evil enemy of state, and fire one! Yaval, Captain! (laughs) 
Is that the torpedo noise? Yes, that was the torpedo noise. You see, I told you, Captain, they didn't it's, cover this in my acting class. It's all right. It's all right. Okay, just calm down. Like just calm down. Just, I couldn't do it. Look. Oh, that's very good. Now you've made Cedric cry. You've completely undermined three or four months worth of acting classes. <laughs> oh, sorry it's, about it's, that, Cedric. Right, Cedric. Well, look, I'll just I, pick I, up I from the launch <laughs> thing, and maybe they can fix it's, it in the editing, all right? That's no, too late. It's a good launch, and... Ha-ha, there he goes! It's... It doesn't help. I've ruined the sketch. You haven't ruined the sketch. Everything will be fine. Tune in next week for exciting chapter three when you'll hear this kind of thing. Ah, here I am being launched underwater, clad as a torpedo, hurtling towards my doom against the rocky cliffs of an undersea mountain. Will I ever find the boy's bedroom? Will I ever find the boy? What will he do to destroy me? Ah! I told you it doesn't make me feel any better. Oh, for God's sake, act professional. <laughs> I'm sorry. It'll be fine, all right? Uh, January 19th, 2006. You're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are indeed listening to Technical Difficulties. I am your host, Kyan Chris Conroy, here on a gray, snowy... Oop, the snow finally kicked in. A gray, snowy day here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Evidently, I'm supposed to get clobbered by three to five inches of snow. That's not clobbered for most people, but it is going to be snowing today. It is January, after all, although it hasn't felt like it. It's been rather warm for January. But anyway, here comes the snow. Uh, well... I hope you're enjoying the ongoing adventures of whatever the hell's happening at the beginning of these shows now. And uh, I'm going to continue right on with the rest of the program as I crunch myself for the deadline. If you're listening to this on Thursday, this is the very day that I'm actually recording all this stuff. So I uh, fell behind once again. That was because I was a little busy doing a lot of editing for the video podcast, which incidentally is actually doing a slightly better than my audio podcast. I'm doing a Channel Surfing Wipeout, channelsurfingwipeout.com. Brand new stuff over there. And uh, I'm going to get right into a commercial here for ProductionGuy.com. While I'm at, while you're at it, please go over to NosewaterTokyo.com, my friend Yukon Gun's shop uh, online, to get really cool Japanese gifts. And into the other commercial, the paid commercial from our uh, from our sponsor, ProductionGuy.com. And uh, I'll be right back. Good evening. Here now the news. The podcasting community was awestruck today when it was learned that Production Guy Services has branched out to offer its awesome audio imaging services to the podcasting community at budget-friendly prices. We'll keep you abreast of all the exciting developments as they unfold. But first, a word from our sponsor. Looking for your podcast to stand out and be noticed? Take your podcast to the next level with podcasting imaging elements from Production Guy Services. Liners, sweepers, show openers, and show closers. IDs, promos, commercials. Anything audio to sonically brand your podcast. A media turnaround and delivered right to your inbox. As a high-quality MP3 ready for broadcast. And at budget-friendly prices. Log on to ProductionGuy.com and click on the podcasting button right now. Right now. This just in, the response is overwhelming. Podcasters already are experiencing the high-quality, awesome creativity of Production Guy services. Shouldn't you? Good night. And that is good news. And then I figured I'd follow it with the sermon, and Mm -hmm. uh, that would be uh, just a few opening jokes for there. I see. So, what did you think? Did you think it was funny? The jokes? 
Yes. Did you think they were funny? Well, yes, they were funny. Of uh, course they were. But then uh-huh. I'm very easily amused. You know, I I, uh, I find paint swatches hilarious. Uh, all right, Leonard. Well, I didn't. I, I suppose that's. Well, I don't know if that's good or bad. The little light, I, uh, green light is on, Pastor, for broadcasting mm-hmm. the show. Oh, uh, uh, welcome back to the Apostle Hour, Leonard. The music. Welcome oh, back oh. to the Apostle Hour, everyone. I'm your host, Chester Irvine, and uh, uh, in the studio with me today is my latest guest. Agape Home Invasion Ministries youth minister, and uh, he's the reviewer for our church's newspaper, uh, Sheldon Lipsurfer. I thank you for having me on, Pastor. Hey, you're entirely welcome, Sheldon. Now, you've sort of become our ministry's uh, all-around <laughs> cultural critic and movie reviewer, sort of the arts and entertainment guy to go to, haven't you? Yeah, yeah that's right, Pastor. I, I, I sort of put myself as the wall between the church and uh, what, what goes on in the world out there. I look at popular culture and television, plays, books, etc., and I try to report back to... Uh, to the to the local church people, and well, that brings us to the books. book you're working on, yes. uh, doesn't it? Yes, it's a book that uh, examines Hollywood films and tries to extract a Christian subtext from them, so that just any member of the Brethren can go out there and find a positive message in in any of the films that are, any that are out there that are popular yeah. at the time. Uh, Yes, so it's, so it's, I think it's a good That's service. That's true. You did give me a chapter to read. It was called uh, The Gospel According to Kill Bill. That's right, and I think uh, I think Kill Bill is a perfect example of a film that has kind of a good Christian metaphor in that the bride, who's, uh, the, of course, the church, is you know nearly killed by Satan, represented by Bill, and she rises up and fights the minions of Satan and drives them all back and finally gets to kill Satan. See, see what I mean? There. I guess. It's kind of stretching it a bit, don't you think? What do you mean? Well, I mean, look at some of the movies you've picked. I mean, you yeah. had to really work to get some of these metaphors. I mean, mm-hmm. Saw yeah. compared to the Book of Job. Uh, well, that's King Kong as a metaphor for the Passion. I'm yes. just not sure these work. Well, I mean, it's it's I can understand, but again, it's not. I'm not saying these films are necessarily Christian. I'm just looking for a subtext so people can go see the kind of trash that Hollywood gives us and always keep the gospel of Foursquare in their mind when they're they're trying to yeah. enjoy the these these films uh-huh. that Hollywood. You know, lays at our feet. Yeah, I mm-hmm. just think it's a good, positive thing that that I could do. For, uh, okay, this. I mean, to each his own, if that's yeah. where you feel the ministry is. So is the book ready or what? No, I have one more movie I'm going to watch this weekend. I'm trying to extract. It's going to be a tough to extract a Christian subtext from it. So, And, uh, uh, what, and I'll, uh, I'll try and get that finished. Well, what, what film is it? It's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia. What? Yeah, <laughs> I felt the same way, too. I mean, watching that and going... <laughs> I'm going to pull something out of this. It'll be a bit of a stretch. But I figured I'd add one more chapter in case they needed to cut something out for it being uh, a little bit, you know, too much of a... Did you actually even see The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? I mean, were you watching the same movie as the rest of us? Well, yes, I think I was. Although, admittedly, I did go with some of the kids from my youth group. And, well, before the movie, they got me all hopped up on their Jimmy Reefer. Who could forget little Jimmy Reefer? The year was 1971, and Jimmy Reefer and the Reefer family singers had just scored a major hit with their single, Lord Almighty, I'm Hungry, from their international bestseller, Getting High on Us. Now, for the first time ever, you can have this and many more humiliatingly absurd innocent pop songs from the early 70s about controlled substances in this all-new collection, Humiliatingly Absurd Innocent Pop Songs from the Early 70s About Controlled Substances, Volume 1. What the hell are you doing in my studio? <laughs> well, uh, this yeah, isn't a Cheech and uh, Chong album. Get out of uh, here. Sorry, I'll just help you out. Take your little three-piece no, combo yeah, with well, you. Uh, not away. you, Leonard. You oh, stay. We're going to have a stern talking to. I was just trying to get high on the Lord, Pastor. The hell you were. You were getting high on pot. I can smell it on all your clothes. All right. Right, all just, of you, uh, march into the kitchen and oh. get something to eat, and then I want you to call a cab, go home, and sleep it off. Sorry, Jeez, I just, in the meantime, 
This has been the Apostle Hour, and I'm your host, Chester Ermine. That didn't feel like an hour. You wouldn't know, would you? You were high the whole time. You've got me there, Pastor. This episode of the Apostle Hour is brought to you by Stoned, the musical based on Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, featuring the smash hit single, Season of Rock. That hits the spot and not the face. Stoned at the Broadside Theater this Thursday night. I said leave the equipment alone. (laughs) Sorry about that. Is the session over already? Well, once again, that brings us to the end of the program. You've been listening to Technical Difficulties with me, your host, Kyan Chris Conroy. Well, anyway, thanks once again for tuning into the old podcast. I have a little bit of news for you that you might find interesting or you might not find interesting. In any event, uh, the uh, I got some nice letters and some nice... Uh, some nice... Uh, uh, so it wasn't really a promo, but I got some audio that I'm going to have lined up for next week's show. Um, hang on. I'd like to thank Eric Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson from uh, North Bay, Ontario, who dropped me a nice line to say that he enjoyed the show. Thank you very much. And there was Sean H. Thank you for your nice email and the little bit you sent me to a link to another podcast. And uh, the and anybody else I missed, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not very organized right now. But um, in case you were wondering, uh, just just if you go to techdiff.com, uh, which is where I host my site and where my blog is, where the show blog is. Although I'll be honest with you, I don't actually update the show blog very much. There is a PayPal donate button because I'm trying to raise enough money to buy a new frigging computer. Mine's mine's sort of hovering on the brink of eternity here, and uh, that plus the fact it's really slow. So if you enjoy the show, continue to enjoy the show. That is the most important thing. I really don't care. If you if you uh, don't you know I really all I care about right now is that there's an audience out there enjoying my show. That's that's plenty of uh, that that's really all the adulation I need. Um, if so, here's the priority: enjoy the show. If you enjoy the show, please send me a letter saying that you like the show or what you don't like about the show or whatever. Tell me where you're from. I just I like getting letters from people who enjoy the show. Sure, it's an ego boost, but more importantly, you know, it does help me just sort of get an idea of what's going on out there, what people think, and that and that does improve the show. And it's an ego boost, and I love having my ego boosted. And if you feel like throwing me a buck, feel free. I'd like to thank El Nacho from Rambling Retard Rampage and Pixel Dude, who both found my donate button and went ahead and donated without even me asking. That's great. That money goes right towards the fund for the new damn Intel core processor computer so I can make this show even better. And I'd also like to thank Rusty Bender, my good friend Rusty Bender over from Strange Brain Radio. Strange Brain Radio will be back on the air soon. And uh, he's uh, he uh, will he sent me a uh, he sent me some sound effects I could use that was very thoughtful of you, Rusty. In fact, I think I have a promo for him. Hold on. Good evening, fellow travelers. I'm Arthur Sandwich from Strange Brain Radio, inviting you to join us for our relaunch on February third, two thousand six. But before I get into that, I'd like to thank your host, Kyan Chris Conroy, for affording me this opportunity to speak to you. He or she has always spoken highly of you and enjoyed your insightful comments and informative emails. We've gone through some staffing changes at Strange Brain Radio, we've changed our format, and we've ratcheted down the weirdness factor a notch or two. If you're already a subscriber to Strange Brain Radio, we're happy to have you with us. If you've never tried Strange Brain Radio, we'll be happy to welcome you. And if you've tried Strange Brain Radio in the past and found it wasn't quite your cup of tea, you can kiss my fat wife. We hope you'll give us another chance. You can find Strange Brain Radio at all the usual places. And if you don't know how to find podcasts by now, frankly, I don't want you listening. Once again, I'd like to thank... Insert name here. Please join us on February 3rd. Until then, I'm Arthur Sandwich from Strange Brain Radio. Good night, and be well.
Ah, that takes me back to the Benny Hill show. Tames television. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so I will encourage you to head on over to techdiff.com and leave a comment. You can contact me at techdiff. By the way, that's T-E-K-D-I-F-F, techdiff at tcinternet.net for email. If you have any sort of audio or any sort of uh, comments line or whatever you want, you can drop that over at uh, techdiff at gmail.com. Please check out our sister podcast, that is Channel Surfing Wipeout, channelsurfingwipeout.com, also available through iTunes as a video podcast, where you get to take a good long look at my doughy gruesome kisser as I play all kinds of oddball video characters, and along with my wife Susan and our friend David. And speaking of my wife Susan, I also encourage you to check out uncomfortable-questions, uncomfortable-questions, uncomfortable-questions.com. To hear her podcast, um, the Uncomfortable Questions Interview Show, where she gets into all kinds of in-depth interviews and stuff like that, and you get to hear me prattle on a bunch of because I'm on a, on a on a handful of shows just helping her out. Or the very first show is me interviewing about stuff. It'll be really fun. I should go back and listen to that and see how much my attitudes about things have changed in the uh, eight months since I did that interview. And um, I guess that brings us to the end. So yeah, if you feel free, please feel free to chuck me a buck if you feel like it. And uh, maybe I should get a P.O. box, too. A couple of people have asked to send me stuff. <clears throat> and I'm not, in general, you know, as I always hear about other people who are getting, you know, stuff in the mail, and I'm a little jealous. And I thought, I, you know, maybe I should get a P.O. box or something. I don't know. Anyway, I'm trying to save money at the moment. Let me get the computer. Let me get the dang computer first, and then move on after that. Anyway, I'm done for the evening. Um, I'm going to have the, um, I'll do the podcast, uh, the Podsafe music again next week. I'm thinking of digging around to try and find some stuff. I want to find some local band stuff that you won't normally hear. And if not, I'll, I'll dig out something that you may or may not like. I'm just rambling at this point. Shut it down, baby. You're listening to Friday Follies. Jokes, laughs, and guffaws to tickle your funny bone on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow morning on Mutual for Saturday Story Circle. Bring the kids, your coloring books and crayons, and get the whole family into a great start to the day with audio cartoons. You can always subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or discover Saturday Story Circle in your favorite podcast players like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.